0: Hello, and welcome to Talking Opinions. I am Anthony Livingston Hall. The politicization of this COVID-19 pandemic is manifesting in many tragic and cynical ways, but none more so than the way fully vaccinated anchors at Fox News are propagating anti-vax and anti-mask propaganda because this has created a veritable death cult among a critical mass of Americans who see vaccine and mask mandates not as protections against a deadly virus but as violations of their constitutional rights. Nothing is more troubling in this respect than hundreds of police officers in crime-ridden cities across America, thinking it's more of a badge of honor to quit, to pound quicksand about their personal liberty, than to get vaccinated, to protect and serve. (laughs) Frankly, it appears COVID has transformed tens of millions of minds from the Information Age, back through the Industrial Age, the Age of Reason, and the Age of Discovery, way back down into the abyss of the Dark Ages. (laughs) Because only that explains the arse-backwards logic of so many Americans rejecting science as quackery, while accepting all manner of quackery as science, highlighted by their panic buying of the horse dewormer Ivermectin to treat COVID-19. Of course, it would be one thing if we could banish these anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers to latter-day leper colonies. Unfortunately, with all due respect to Spock, we are forced to cope with the illogical and foolish emotions these defiant ones display in almost every facet of our daily lives. Apropos of this, videos abound of Karen's and Kevin's going mental of a mask mandates in supermarkets, restaurants, and other terrestrial places of public accommodations. But, as the title to this episode indicates, far more troubling and frightening are the videos of them going mental over mask mandates on airplanes. For some perspective, it might be helpful to know that, Of the 4,724 unruly passenger reports the FAA received between January 1 and October 12 of this year, 3,433 were mask-related. In other words, nearly 75% of all reports had to do with passengers fighting for the right not just to catch covid on flights but to spread it Uh, by the way kudos to the karen who just last week duly complied with the mask mandate waited until she had a captive audience mid-flight then stood in the aisle pulled out her portable microphone and began peddling, what sounded like, a prevailing COVID conspiracy. <laughs> Except this being post 9-11. She's lucky exasperated flight attendants ushered her to the back of the plane before spooked passengers bum-rushed, muzzled and hogtied her for posing a terrorist threat. In any event, flight in this time of COVID has seen such an alarming increase in unruly passenger incidents, one can only deduce that COVID hibernation has driven many travellers mad. Unfortunately, flight attendants who must enforce mask mandates are having to contend with their madness mind you, this is not a new phenomenon. After all, apropos of viral videos, perhaps you remember the one featuring JetBlue flight attendant Steven Slater, who got mad as hell and decided he was not going to take it anymore. <laughs> this, after one mad passenger spewed profanities in his face and another gashed his forehead while opening the overhead bin when he was supposed to be seated, and then refused to apologize. Well, that abuse proved to be the proverbial straw that broke this camel's back, because as soon as their flight reached the gate at JFK, Slater commandeered the plane's public address system And blared the following, courtesy of the August 10, 2010 edition of Anderson Cooper 360 on CNN. And I quote. To the passenger who just called me a motherfucker? Well, fuck you. I've been in this business 28 years, and I've had it. End quote. He then grabbed a beer from the galley, deployed the emergency exit slide, and jumped off the plane, kissing those unruly passengers and his career goodbye. About talk about a world gone mad, in the podcast episode titled online comments and the fate of democracy published on June 12 I revealed the secret experiment my administrator prevailed upon me to participate in for my blog well that year-long search engine optimization experiment was rudely interrupted on Monday when Facebook suspended my account now Was it because I was promoting body dysmorphia? Championing white supremacy? Fomenting another MAGA insurrection? Or the latest? Advertising human smuggling? All of which you'd think would run afoul of Facebook's purported community standards? No. (laughs) Because, evidently, NONE OF THAT DOES! It was because, being the antisocial rogue that I am, after reading about Colin Powell's death at ABC News, The Guardian, and The New York Times, I posted the following prayer. What cruel game of fate is this, dear Lord? That COVID should kill a man like Colin Powell, but spare one like Donald Trump. End quote. And for that, Big Brother suspended me for three days. But folks, this is why: when it comes to control freaks, hell-bent on worldwide dominion. Lucifer Safin, the maniacal villain who Rami Malek plays in the latest Bond film, has nothing on Mark Zuckerberg. On the other hand, at long last, I finally have something in common with that con-artist, racist, misogynist, xenophobic... Homophobic Mandacious Insurrectionist and twice impeached former president of the United States Donald J Trump Unfriggin believable Anyway, instead of emulating Slater. By hurling profanities and then, er, taking flight, it seems airlines would rather flight attendants stand their ground and fight. Only that explains all the reports we've been seeing lately about flight attendants taking lessons in self-defence and other martial arts. Evidently, those hefty fines are doing little, to bring passengers to their senses. But I don't think flight attendants should have to become de facto National Guardsmen just because a few passengers think it's okay to vent their COVID ignorance at and land their COVID frustrations on them. Their primary job is to ensure the safety of passengers in the case of mechanical emergencies. So, training flight attendants to protect themselves against unruly passengers seems oxymoronic on its face. This is why, instead of training them to engage in armed combat with potentially infectious nincompoops, I suggest arming flight attendants with tranquilizer guns and have them use darts where only a scratch would put out even an elephant for a good thirty minutes. That would give the flight attendants time to zip tie and mask, if necessary, any unruly passenger. Of course, Slater's meltdown made him a folk hero (laughs) for about fifteen minutes. No doubt this was because he acted out of the professional frustration. Many people were suffering in quiet desperation. I can certainly see how his reaction would have filled flight attendants everywhere with a vicarious sense of vindication. But I suspect some of us cheered because we had all witnessed some idiot passenger treating a flight attendant like a personal servant and wished that flight attendant had reacted by accidentally spilling hot coffee in that passenger's lap. <laughs> Unfortunately, conditions for Slater-like meltdowns, and for them resonating among flight attendants and passengers alike, as I've described, are a thousand times more combustible today. And obviously, flight attendants should not have to rely on the passive-aggressive tactic of spilling coffee to deal with them. It makes far more sense to arm them with tranquilizer or stun guns to subdue unruly passengers than to train them to fight, which I fear would only invite more in-flight fights. That's it. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to contact me, I invite you to email Hall 279 at gmail.com or use the contact feature on my blog at www.ipjn.com. Thank you for listening, and until the next Talking Opinions, goodbye.